few weeks ago, I rediscovered my old blog. It's called Coconut Moments, and it is the precursor for this podcast, I would say. In my definition, a coconut moment is the moment when you suddenly realize something. A light bulb is turned on, or you get a coconut in your head. Not in real life, of course, because that can be quite dramatic. The reason I started this blog, which is still in Norwegian at this point, was to document my journey as an entrepreneur or as someone who tries new stuff, which is exactly what I have been talking a lot about lately. I also started it because I love writing, and that is also the reason I went back to the the blog this week. I wanted to write more. When I read my old posts, I end up laughing at quite a lot. I guess that's the result when the person who wrote has the same sense of humor as the person who reads. <laughs> and I'm often a little bit surprised about how funny I think I am. <laughs> Sorry, not bragging, just stating the facts. One of the posts I recently read, I actually thought was both funny and quite useful. I would go as far as to say that I learned something from myself. It's about serendipity. If you listened to my previous in-between episode, I actually mentioned serendipity as one of my favorite English words. But in addition to the way it sounds, I also really like what it actually means. So what is serendipity then? Well, Merriam-Webster defines it like this. Serendipity is the faculty or phenomenon of finding valuable or agreeable things not sought for. I have been really fascinated with serendipity ever since I saw the movie Sliding Doors back in, I don't know, a really long time ago. Gwyneth Paltrow plays Helen and we follow Helen in two very different versions of her life. One version plays out as she misses the train home after being fired from her job one day, and the other version follows her after she just catches the train. And just this small coincidence and difference in where she is at a certain moment leads to two very different lives. When I wrote my blog post in Norwegian, Back in the days, I discovered that serendipity in 2004 ended up on the list, the 10 English words most difficult to translate into Norwegian. (laughs) I don't doubt that at all. And I won't try to explain to you the bad translations that are out there. I think this is a word that we should just adopt and don't not try to to translate it into Norwegian. It's such a beautiful word as well. If you Google serendipity plus entrepreneurship, you get 6,860,000 hits. And that is not strange at all. If you look at history, penicillin, x-ray and the microwave are all results of something starting as something completely different than what it ended up as. All because of coincidences and to some degree failures along the way. A guy called David Padua said once, I quote, entrepreneurship is a series of random collisions. 
Sure, you start with a plan and follow it systematically, but even though you start out in the alternative energy business, you are just as likely to end up in real estate development. End quote. Or you find America as you are looking for India. Or on a personal level, you start with kitchen appliances and end up podcasting and doing all sorts of different things. The point is that there is a high risk of stumbling over something really good as you are looking for something else. Serendipity was actually back in 2000 elected Britain's most favorite word. It came before love, peace and football. Besides being a really beautiful word, it's also something to be aware of as we are walking through life and career and meet all these funny coincidences that in some make up our lives. To have more serendipity in your life, there are a few basic things that you could pay attention to. So this is what I learned from my my previous blog post. Number one, show up. To be at the right place at the right time demands at least one thing of you that you actually are somewhere. And that place is most likely not at home in your sofa. It could just as well be on your Sunday walk or on a conference or anywhere, as long as it allows random encounters to lead to a positive and unexpected outcome. If you want to add more to this, I believe that trying to surround yourself with people of different opinions, cultures, and backgrounds can be a very good idea instead of people who are only copies of yourself. And then number two, if you do the same things every day, it is very likely that thoughts and actions become automated and then the chances for luck and stumbling decreases. It could be as simple as choosing a new route to work, a new route home from work, or to be extra adventurous, new work. (laughs) Then number three, seize opportunities. An open mind increases the likelihood that you will spot opportunities and that you actually dare to grab them, even if they at first seem like an obstacle. And then number four, which is my my favorite, the RAS. RAS stands for the reticular activating system. And it is this little smart part at the base of your brain that acts as a filter and decides which data to let through. We are bombarded with so much data all the time and our brain can't process everything. So how then does the RAS decide what data to let through? Well, by looking at what it is that we focus on the most. So if you are looking to buy a red Volvo, you will spot a lot of red Volvos around. Or if you are thinking about pregnancy, you will suddenly be surrounded by a lot of big bellies. So how can this help us attract more lucky coincidences? Well, by focusing on every small piece of good luck and positive things that happen to us. If you think that you are a lucky person or you think that you are an unlucky person, the RAS will support your belief. And I think that is very, very interesting. 
So that was just my recap of my thoughts back in 2018. It's actually almost four years ago. That's a little bit shocking. But it's quite fascinating to think back how many coincidences happened since then. I mean, don't you sometimes get a little bit dizzy by thinking about what might have happened or not happened depending on these small coincidences? I have people that I met during these years just because I attended an event, joined a network, or actually just because of things that didn't work out the way I wanted them to. And some of these people have become so important, both to me personally, but also for my work and what I want to do. So I will keep looking for the serendipities, and I encourage you to do the same. Who knows? We might discover the next penicillin or meet a new best friend. Have a great week and I will be back next week. Talk to you soon. Stories for the Future is made and edited by me, Veslemøy Klavnesberge. You will find all links and information for this episode and everything else related to this podcast on storiesforthefuture.no. If you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you would like to show your support and make it easier for other people to find this podcast, I would be really grateful if you would leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn at Stories for the Future. Until next time, go out and make a dent in the world. There's work to be done and impact to be made. And we can actually have a lot of fun along the way.